Welcome to the mini podcast. Welcome to the mini vodcast. Welcome to the mini broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the mini episode of Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean Zennial. I'm Brian Genix. And I'm Mini Nick. I'm a millennial. So uh, this is our mini-sode. Uh, you sure are. Uh, if you would like to find us on mini social media, you can go to our uh, mini Convincing Idiots link tree, which is the same as a regular link tree, uh, as well as our website, convincingidiots.wordpress.com. That is actually regular-sized. So on this mini-episode today, just a little snippet. Brian, do you have any snippets for us? What, what are some interesting snippets, little mini-things happening? Yeah, a couple of things caught my eye in the world of game shows So over the past week here. So a couple of things. Uh, Pat Sajak and Vanna White just signed on through 2024 on Wheel of Fortune to remain on the show. Pat Sajak is the longest-running game show host, active-running game show host at 40 years. He started that gig in 1981. Wow. What a gig that is. Watch it tonight. Actually, he's such on cruise control. He does such a great job of that. It's pretty amazing. Because you think uh -huh. he is. Yeah, I was gonna Maybe. say you think you think him with well, Vanna White just is still hitting those those yeah. light up things, just ding. She used to turn the turn right, the blocks, and turn, now it's yes. just it's all touch screen. You just go tap yeah. the thing. Well, no, yeah. the, um, that is the dream. Pretty amazing. <laughs> actually, yeah. I want to see you in that dream. That's actually my dream is you to be yeah. in that dress, <laughs> ding. those uh, letters. Ding. I like it. No, ding. I'd heard different rumors that um, I don't know rumors, but there's stories that Pat Sajak is. Kind of drunk through through a lot of those. Uh, I don't know how true it. that is. I've heard interviews oh, he? with him where he talks about it. Yeah, he is. He That's said what, it. Uh, Drew Carey used to uh, say that when he because the recording schedule is such where he he'd do only like a week of shows and like they they smash so many into into that week and then he's off for months. Yeah, yeah. That's why he can own a. Uh, so soccer team in 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 Europe and all, yeah. and all this other stuff is because he, he says they give him a ridiculous amount of money. Mm -hmm. They do the show. They you know in between shows they go over to the bar across the street or whatever, drink beer, come back, you know, rinse and repeat. He yeah. was on a uh, a hockey podcast, I believe, is where I heard it. Um, where he talked because he's big. Uh, he's a big LA Kings fan, big hockey. Drew fan. Carey. No, uh, uh, Pat, Sajak. Uh, Pat Sajak. Oh, okay. And he was talking about when the Kings were in the finals and they were shooting some of uh, Wheel of Fortune that he was, I think there was a story about him like partying or whatever before, like, before one of the, the home Stanley Cup final games and he was kind of just talking about just the ripper he went on and then recorded like a bunch of Wheel That's of awesome. Fortune shows. <laughs> That's good. I mean, it's, yeah, not, a, it's, a, it's not a hard gig, you know? No, no. Nah, yeah, you can do that drunk, totally. Especially after 40 years, you, like Nick said, you're on autopilot. Yeah, yeah we do this drunk and we talk, I mean, he talks yeah. way less than we do. I mean, sure, absolutely. Well, speaking of Drew Carey, the price is right. So they're celebrating their 50th, like I said, their 50th this month. And, and by the way, Drew Carey, uh, just as a side, on Sirius XM, he hosts this Friday night freakout show. Uh, if you have Sirius XM, go check that out. It's the songs that he picks for three hours, and his taste in music is it's very cool. It's like 60s to 90s, stuff that I haven't heard, like kind of uh, weird and just cool playlist. Just, you could just sit and listen to the whole thing for a few hours. It's like a three-hour <laughs> show. And, I bear, and I've listened to that now every every weekend without fail. So it's just that <laughs> you get you, you expand your musical 
library. So check out the Drew Carey on Sirius XM Friday Night Freakout, by the way, Friday too. So Freakout. Yeah, he's celebrating his 15th year already. Bob Barker hosted that show for Are you 35 no, 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 years. No, 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 yes. no, no, yes. no, 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 that can't be it. I, 15 no. years? As Hold the host now. of Price is Right? Hold on. Drew Brian Carey Fisher, you up. are a liar. No, July 2007. Drew Carey took over. Holy no. Yes. That doesn't seem that long. That doesn't seem to align with like my life recollection of like what like I was one year out of high school at that point. There's no way. It was later than it had to have been later than that. I I, want to give you a a quick heads up and reminder. You have a ten year old. Yeah. How many years is fish? Yeah, two thousand still I thought see in my head he took over around the time my first son was born. Yeah, or there before, shortly there before. No, nope, this goddamn. I mean, I yeah, believe it because crazy, Brian's right? never lied to me. So he is the stat man. I mean, he is it, stat, if he's well, got the fucking stats. It's pretty amazing. Stat man, stat man. And then on Jeopardy, stat man. Thank you. So we've had the stat Thank you. I forgot the ending there. Yeah, I always forget the ending. It shows your logo. The millennial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the big beard spinning in circles. Yeah. I should be like me running with like Nick in a in a tiny t-shirt running behind me. The graphic like the Batman sixties, the capes flowing. And, and you guys yeah. chasing me as the Joker. Yeah. Holy yeah. bolt like frame that. glasses, Statman! I like that. We've got to film that sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Jeopardy, you know, we know we had the, the whole crazy stuff with the host and all that. But a nice story now is there's a current contestant, Matt Amodio. He he won again tonight on Jeopardy. Uh, he now has won more than a million dollars, and he has a seventy-four. This is a couple of days ago, so now he's over seventy-four game win streak. That's uh, oh, right. No, sorry, That's, that was the record. That, that was Ken Jennings seventy-four. Yeah, that say, was Ken Jennings. Excuse me, Ken Jennings. Right. So, but he's making a run at the at at, at the record. Basically, this guy he won. Uh, yeah, let's see, forty-eight thousand bucks tonight. And he was, you know, well ahead of his other two contestants. It's just one of those guys that just like he's a Yale University graduate, and he just just rattles off all the the. It's, it's pretty That's amazing insane. to watch a guy like that. Win forty eight thousand yeah. dollars for fucking trivia. We well, yeah, one night. Yeah, in one night. That's wild. I I, yeah. I do good at trivia. One night, I win uh, free beer from Ignite Brewery, which right. is where we're going to be for our one year anniversary on October sixteenth. Be there or be square. Yes, absolutely. Look for a website there and our Facebook page for that stuff there. Anyway, so just some interesting stuff in the in the world of game shows. So it got me thinking as well, just game shows in general. Are you guys mm-hmm. game show fans? What are some of your favorite game shows today? What were some of your favorite game shows growing up? And what is your what is the all time best game show in your opinion? So uh Dean, do you have any thoughts on just any of those topics? Or just you know, just some of some of yes. your game, favorite game shows, uh, just growing up or even currently, whatever. Any thoughts here? Go ahead. Okay, my senior year of high school, we mm-hmm. had to write a paper on, you know, your future, what you wanted to do, your aspirations, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do, so I kind of did a, you know, a fun little paper on it. But my two choices in life were to be. Um, uh, I think it was something to do with uh, being Hugh Hefner's best friend. 
yeah. and living at the Playboy Mansion, sure. or or hosting uh, the Price is Right after Bob Barker retired. Yes, mm. it's good. Uh, what a gig. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't get to either one. So definitely better to go yeah. with the second one. You definitely would have been canceled by now for being the first. Yes, yeah, yeah hundred <laughs> percent. But uh, yeah, is that because you like the Price is Right? Or I did. Is it just I, I was. Okay. I was a huge, huge fan of not only the Price is Right, but of Bob Barker himself. He would. Yeah. I mean, you, you see people that old when you're a kid, and you're, it's your grandpa, and and but he was like a cool old guy. So I have a sticker on, and this, yeah, you see my T-shirt of the same yes. pattern here. So yes. I'm holding it up on the camera. If you're watching this <laughs> on video, so it's a, it's a sticker of a cool T-shirt pattern from tpublic.com. But it's a 1970s Prices Right set with Bob Barker classic. This is Bob Barker I knew growing up right there. The 1970s Bob Barker. Oh, you, you had the black dark hair, hair, Bob Barker. Yeah, and it's it's the creature from the Black Lagoon and Frankenstein's monster uh, both overbid on the, you know, the the uh, final round. But it was I just. I'm with you. Bob Barker was fantastic growing up. He was definitely part of my childhood on that show. You know who totally. Bob Barker was to me growing up? Who's that? The kid who, or the the guy who golfs with Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 reasonable. Yeah. So Price is Right, though, Dean. So that's that's just yeah, your favorite Price game right. show of all time. Why is that? Um, I I think the the simplicity of it. Um, other games like Jeopardy. You had to be, I mean, it was fun to watch, but you had to be really smart. Um, Price is right. It was like, it's everyday price. Every things that you see, you could guess it because you've been to the grocery store with your mom. So Mm. you could guess what a uh, bag of donuts costs. Yeah. Um, Because those are what you're eyeing the whole time. (laughs) I know what them bitches cost. I know what that bag of donuts is. I like a bag of donuts. (laughs) <laughs> what, you got to know the prices by watching the show repeatedly. Right. Repeat. So you would like, ah, that's around a dollar fifteen, and you would you sort of got good at it if you were yep a, a watch. And, and yeah, some so of the games, how cool were they? Like Plinko, you know, tick 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 tick. You know, it's fun. I like the yodel. The you know the guy going up the yodeler going up the hill. Yeah. So yeah, as you got, you had to make sure you went up the hill and got to a certain level, or you not tip over the the top of the mountain. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and as a kid, like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but how excited you were when you, you they introduced a new game or a game you had seen before. Like, holy shit, this is a new game. Right. It was very exciting. Yeah, the putting. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. No, my but, God, I mean, you only, only watched it during the summer or if you were right. sick yes. at school. That's sick home right from there. school. See, that, yeah, that's, that was a hallmark. that's it right yeah. there. Yeah. Right, that's so that, part, there's that that's part a little of the, bit of nostalgia. Yep, exactly right. That's part of this. Exactly correct. So, you know, mom was home, uh, and it was like you said, either sick or in the summertime, and that was a game show. If you watched, if you were watching it, chances are, at least for me, I was watching it with mom, right, for one of those two reasons, and it was like a little bonding that we had together, and just like you say, it's just nice. It's definitely Bob Barker is unequivocally definitely my age. And you're into your age a little bit too, Dean. It's definitely part of our childhood on that I mean, game show growing up, without a doubt. Even even to this day, if, when I see a picture of Bob Barker, I I fake a, a cough. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There's a meme out there. It's like you know th- this is part of our childhood you know, generation X. It was if you were sick, basically. Here's here's what everybody had. It was Price is Right, like ginger ale, the Afghan, 
and a blanket or whatever. Saltines <laughs> and it, yeah, it was, a, it was something like that. It was just like that's yeah. that's that's what that's what you had. You know, it was like was, brown, it, orange, and green for some yeah. reason or whatever. Oh, yeah. so, and and like the triangle pan- <laughs> yeah. patterns. Yeah. Everybody yep. had one. Yep, hundred percent. Okay, Nick, uh, some of your favorite game shows or your, or your favorite game show of all time. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, like when you guys were talking about the nostalgia, like I always remember when I'd go uh, to my grandparents' house, which is where I live now that I purchased from them. But when mm-hmm. I would come here for dinner, we'd all sit around. And it was a cool thing because like they were kind of early to having like a TV, like a little TV mounted to the bottom of like some cabinets in the kitchen. So we would actually sit and like watch TV while we were eating dinner. And it was like super cool. Yep. Um, but definitely like Wheel of Fortune is one that just like... Yeah. It's timeless. It always it's always interesting. It's always the same thing. A kid can play along with it as long as mm-hmm. you can read and spell. Like you can play along with it. Um, so Wheel of Fortune is just a good, like solid one for me. Jeopardy always came on right afterwards. That's a good one. Um, other than the, the the other than the letters turning to a touchscreen, nothing has changed. Yeah, over it's the 40 same years. thing. Yeah, and also the host. Pat Sajak and Dana, and, and, Vanna, and White. Vanna White look yeah. the exact same. So <laughs> yeah, pretty much. nothing it's changed. Other kind of creepy the, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, the backdrops even don't change much. Like nope. the whole ambiance of the set is the same. Um, but yeah, those are good ones. I think a good solid one that's like to this day when it's on. We'll just watch it. It's Family Feud. Like, oh, Family yeah. Feud is a good one just to play along. It's just one of those things that's on, and you're who. It doesn't matter who you're with. You can just you can sit there and play along with that and yeah. it's just kind of fun i love right. steve harvey i think steve harvey's a fan some of my favorite mm. videos on the yeah. internet are steve harvey just like ridiculously reacting to people's <laughs> yeah. like it's the same all the time it's kind of or stupid you know, answers or whatever yeah. look at the you know did they just say that you know like i love steve harvey he's awesome um the, but, but uh, real quick the the um that right there shows the three of us the different um generations that we are mm-hmm. yeah you would be steve harvey yeah. I would be Ray Combs. Brian, who is it? Oh, oh Richard Dawson, for sure. There you go. There's I, say, three... I don't even know who else. I know he wasn't like always the host. I know that's relatively recent, but I'm like, I don't even know whoever hosted Family Feud before Steve Harvey. That's just kind of... Didn't Didn't Drew Carey host that for a minute, or am I mistaken? No. Um, he did the Who's Louis Line Is Anyway. Yeah, oh, Louis Louis Anderson. Anderson. oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. did it before yep. Steve that's Harvey. Right. That's the yeah. one. Uh, my favorite, my favorite game shows. Here's where I go super young. Uh, are uh, the Nickelodeon ones, man? Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, <laughs> for those that are not familiar, it is my favorite. It was a mixture of uh, physical competition along with they would, you know, the kids would have to answer trivia questions. There was this big temple. I'll give you the quick rundown. Quick temple. It its mouth moved. Uh, it would tell you a, uh, a world history story, and you would have to follow along and complete different challenges, and you'd have to answer questions correctly, and everything kind of was in tune with whatever they were te- teaching you about. But at the end, the winning team got to go through the Temple Run, which was this giant obstacle course. And just, um, the kids, it didn't matter. The Temple didn't change much, and they were fully given complete details on how to navigate this temple. Not to mention the uh, host, Kirk Fogg, would actually tell them in real time where they should be going <laughs> and what they Fogg. should be Kirk Fogg. <laughs> where they should be going, what they should be doing. And the kids just... They, like, in the moment are so frazzled. It's just hilarious to watch these kids keep going back to the same places, not being coordinated enough to, like, do these simple tasks because they're just... Once they finally make it to the end, and this is all they've been waiting for, they just can't put it together. They can't. They're just so frazzled and confused, and, and it's, it, was, it was just fun. Um, 
In addition to that, the other Nickelodeon one, and which is primarily just for the physical comedy of watching children, uncoordinated children, eat shit, uh, it was called Guts. Um, Nickelodeon Guts, it was like American Gladiators for kids. They would compete against each other in physical obstacle courses and challenges and different things that were related to sports and they would you know have races while on moon shoes the kids would always <laughs> biff hard on those uh there was you know things where they're attached to bungee cords you know trying to dunk a ball and nobody can do that and they just kind of hang awkwardly in the air because they don't have enough momentum to go forward or backward and it's just it's it's just fun to watch uh in, in kind of in, in step with, with what we were talking about last week where Dean was just uh, referencing how important it is to tear children's confidence down at an early age. I mean, these <laughs> children were just completely demoralized on yeah. live, like on their favorite television show, on They're their favorite network, all their friends watched. <laughs> and yeah, uh, and the, the prizes were the best on these shows. Um, like Legends of the Hidden Temple, I was watching one the other day. These are all available, by the way, on Paramount Plus if anybody has that and wants to go watch it. Uh, I was taking a little trip down memory lane, and after the first round of Legends of the Hidden Temple, the kids That's that didn't that didn't it is yeah the, the kids that <laughs> didn't get to make it to the next round they didn't go away empty-handed they would send them home with some sort of prize even the kids that, that just got booted off immediately like uh, the one they like were sent life, home lifetime supply of rice aroni. Not even and that. Not even wax. Not and even wax. Yeah, hard clear coat shine. <laughs> the first children booted off on the episode that I watched the other night got to go home with a box of nerds. <laughs> yeah. Nerds candy from Wonka, from Wonka Industries or toys or whatever. Get the hell candy. out of here. And yeah. who would have thought? They box didn't have to go through all that hell. All they had to do was uh, listen to this podcast. That's, That's right. right. Exactly. Yes. That's right. So, yeah. But no, those were some of mine. Uh, those are my still my favorites to watch just because of that I guess the nostalgic purposes as well, but uh, yeah, man, just just watching kids you, just kind of were fail you too young hard for Double Dare. Fun. No, yeah, Double Dare was a thing. Yeah, and then they brought it back with, uh, again Mark later. Summers. Yes, they brought it back with uh, something Summers. It was a girl. Oh, okay. Suzanne Summers. Uh, you, Summer Chrissy? Sanders. Summer I'm Sanders. Chrissy was her name. from Three Three Companies. <laughs> nope. Summer Sanders. Yeah, that's right. Summer Sanders was her name. They brought it back, and yeah, Double Dare again, and all that stuff. Yep. Very good. Yeah. So I in my in my time, it was of course it was different because you know you get you know me growing up as a kid. You know, this is pre cable. You just had TV, so it's like well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, this is pre cable and yeah. game sh game shows. Uh, Daytime and and evening were definitely very prevalent. Uh, at, so we had a, we had a lot of game show uh, varieties. So, so you already mentioned a couple: the Wheel of Fortune and uh, Prices Right, of course. Some of the other ones that are favorites of mine growing up: the Pressure Luck with the Whammies. Now they brought that back, which, which oh I no, love. They, no Whammies, no Whammies, no Whammies. Yeah, how they brought that back is the set, the lights. Is exactly the same as they had back in the day. I love it, and the the host is that 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 comedian, uh, the female comedian. She does a great job hosting it. So they they bring that back in the summer time now. So she and it's the same whammies and all kinds of stuff. It's a lot of fun still. Great job with it. But the Peter Tomarkin was the original host back then. He did a, he did a great great job back in in in, in the day. Card Sharks. They kind of tried to I bring like that back charts. as well. It was sort of, mm, I don't know if it really took off on the on the, the summertime reboot. I think I still do it. But the original the original was uh, was very good. Password Plus with uh, Alan Ludden and then Burt Convy did that. You know, this is early 80s. 
to where it was a clue game and you you know you had to try to get your partner to say a word without saying there's versions of this in board games and things see i like the thousand dollar or pyramid dick clark on that yeah terrific i love terrific terrific, terrific. i I was a huge fan but elizabeth banks is the that's it is the new host trust her luck thank you so much yeah and um did i wanted to take a step back real quick uh sure mark summers from double dare if you have not seen it, mm. Google Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds and him on yeah. the Tonight Show yeah. getting in a fight, like an actual Very fight. Very intense. Yeah. Very uh, intense. Mark Summer, one of them threw water on in the, I the other I've space. I think I've seen it's that. That rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did that start yeah. over? Was it somebody said um, snide made a joke and the other one, like yeah. Burt Reynolds, didn't appreciate Burt it? Burt Reynolds was just not, right. he's not in a fucking good mood. He's some twerp he, on here. And, yeah. He was not some, in Ferguson. He, he was not he in Ferguson. He has no clue who this no. guy yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, was he doesn't care impressed. that this non-celebrity is, is poking fun at him. Yeah. yeah, he joked about his divorce or something like yeah. that. He's just like, okay, I don't like that. Who are that. you? Yeah, and that was it. The divorce from Lonnie Anderson or something like that. Mark motherfucking and, Summers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that's pretty Bitch. good. Bitch. And then, uh, sorry, what was the other one I had? Uh, uh, I said password. But Wink Martindale was fantastic. He had High Roller and uh, Tic-Tac-Doe. And I, I saw that Tom Bergeron is going to come back and do Tic-Tac-Doe. Tom Bergeron from uh, America's, America's Funniest Funny videos. videos and Dancing with the Stars and all that. And, yeah, that was, anyway, anyways, so those, those are some, definitely some of my favorites here. Just, nice. again, that was just. You know, nice variety entertainment yeah. back then, and it's just terrific, terrific stuff. So a lot of those shows, obviously, are still going strong today, or they keep rebooting them. And you know what? And, and Hollywood Squares. Yes, Hollywood Squares. They had uh, the nineteen seventies one with Paul Lynn. I thought he was just hilarious at the Center Square, watching those on reruns back in the day. Right. And then they had the, the very popular eighties version. I think also with Bert Convy hosted that, if I'm not mistaken. Tic Tac Toe in the in the eighties. Um, you looking that up? Yeah. But they, yeah. But they had like Whoopi Goldberg and and you know reoccurring uh, squares throughout the eighties. That was pretty popular back then. I remember so, Alf yeah. being in one of the squares one yes, time? <laughs> you're right. Absolutely. That's that's unequivocal. Nineteen eighties there. That the eighties version of Hollywood Squares. So just fun, fun stuff. So yeah. Oh, one well, no, no love for uh, the dating shows. Anybody? I always enjoyed. Uh, oh anybody my remember, gosh! Anybody remember Singled Out on uh, was that MTV? Jim Caldwell or was MTV in the eighties was was Hollywood Squares. Jim Caldwell. Oh, no, Tic Tac Toe. Oh, Tic Tac Toe. Yeah, that's what he's saying here. But Wink Martindale was the original. I think Tic Tac Toe. They've had other guys probably come on there. Sorry, so the dating shows, Nikki, singled out. I don't remember singled yeah. out. That was it. Started Jenny with McCarthy. I, Jenny McCarthy, and then Being I think an uh, uh, I think Cameron or uh, what's her uh, Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra took uh, over yeah, after replaced her. her. Yeah, but what? Uh, it's the guy who uh, does the the nerd podcast. Um, what was his name? Uh, comedian. I don't know the guy's name. I can see his face. He had dark hair and kind of like a. I mean, just uh, that kind of like '90s douche Nerdist. vibe. Like, Nerdist, Nerdist podcast. What's his name? Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he does the the Talking Dead and a few things. I know. Yes. I, know I know the guy you're talking about. 
By the way, John um, da- John Davidson was the host of the eighties Hollywood Squares. That's, that's right, John that's Davidson. Right. Yes, yes. Chris yes, Hardwick. Yes. Chris Hardwick's Chris the Hardwick. Nerdist guy. Yes, okay. that's right, the Nerdist guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I the Love Connection was terrific with Chuck Woolery in the eighties. Two and two. I'll be back in two and two. Yeah, two and two. And then it's, some of those stories were just crazy, nuts, ridiculous. With with that and just yeah, the, <laughs> I just laugh thinking of those with people the total 80s attire and everything else so that's 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 a pretty good show and chuck <laughs> Woolberg is another icon in the game show world by the way just oh, absolutely yeah so okay so uh, some uh you know, good memories on game shows and uh, uh, last question best yeah. game get best game show host all time dean oh bob barker yeah nick well hmm. It's uh, okay. It's either Bob Barker or uh, Dick Clark. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll go with Alex Trebek. Ooh, good one. Yeah, yeah just the whole experience and nostalgia and everything else. Bob Barker for me, and the, and the Price is Right was a whole other level too, Dean. Because you know, yes. they, there's so many games, and right. he would it was walk- games in a game show. Yes, he'd walk to one game after the other, and he got he just had it down. And Drew Carey's at that level now too, where you know he just you're going to play plinko, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, and he just knew the rules right off the top of his head, and it just walked the contestants through it. And it, he he you know, gets so good, he just guides people. He knows exactly what's going to happen. They get excited. Right. He's going to you're over here, you stand here, you do this, you spin the thing, you go over here, stand all the over other there. Hosts of all the other game shows their contestants are centered or, you know, anchored down yeah. to one place. Yeah. You've got moving pieces and in, in throughout that you have to worry about. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so let's, uh, we're going to wrap up this uh, mini-sode and uh, come back. Bow, and say, that's right, and then we're going to shoot a normal episode of our normal pop culture type stuff, and we're going to do that in two minutes and two seconds. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you for watching. This episode is brought to you by Rice Cerrone, the San Francisco San tree Francisco can. tree. And Turtle Wax. wax. For the hard <laughs> shell shine. I said it wrong. It's for the hard shell shine. And then uh, viewers of the uh, Convincing Idiots podcast will receive the, the or contestants, I should say, she will receive the yes. home version of the Convincing Idiots podcast. Where you, do, where you just get drunk and yell at the wall. That's right. And the three of us show up. You have to serve us dinner and drinks, and then we will do the show <laughs> in your living room just for you. There you go. So. I thought the at-home version would be um, you just play like a video, and it's mm-hmm. silent, and you talk amongst you and your friends, and then Dean will just interrupt randomly, and you don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. That's it. I like that. We're gonna, that's, that's what we'll do. We should do that. We'll, that's right. We'll, four ninety nine. We'll do that. We're just going to have Dean just record stuff at random. I come blurt, to your home. Yep. Blurt stuff don't know what's going to happen. Yep. And we're going to we'll just show you that audio. So, you, like you say, you just playing it in the background, and he just interrupts out of nowhere. Something completely like random it. topic. I like it. That's good. That's yeah. good. So, nice. for convincing idiots, this is the mini episode. We will see you in the long one.